Yo, man, play as fuck up too, man. You know what I'm saying? He said, <laughs> um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, again, I, I'm saying again, cause I said it before. Um, I do apologize. Zoom meetings are only 40 minutes. We're not paying for the premium, but if you guys do want to donate, um, while we're in this time and we could do the pro, then we can have an unlimited, uh, record, but, um, um, just, I'll do a quick recap. Um, AD was saying something about, um, you know, describing how it was in the 90s with print and everything. Um, so I don't know if you if you can recap that really quick, AD. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Again, you know, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, you know, uh, even back then, if you had a pandemic to like kind of more or less happen in the 90s, it's the best way to communicate uh, or just really try to get a brand message out. It's going to be through either radio a TV because it can just respond to it quicker, right? Yeah. Um, to warm up a printer in the 90s, you're gonna spend a lot of money just to get the printing press warmed up, then print whatever you wanna get printed, and then by the time you get that printed, your information is old. So printing back then was more, a lot of planning, but it wasn't yeah. as like reactive. It's not as agile of a medium to like react to what's going on unless it's a newspaper type printer, you know? Yeah. And yo, my bad, Rose. Uh, <laughs> but like you were saying something about us being more connected now. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit? Um, since we didn't record it. No, uh, all good. Yeah, it. man, for sure. All um kind of my rebuttal back to AD, uh, you know, was essentially saying, like, hey, like now we live in a time where, you know, it's so digital driven. Um, we live in a space where we have mobile devices that, you know, us going through this pandemic versus like us going through the same thing maybe like like in 1996 or 97 um it's like you know we're just super connected so there's there's content out there that just provided relief yeah so you know you might think about it and you might see some memes you might see your favorite actor or artist or whatever and they're telling you like hey i'm going through this too you know you're all right i'm all right we might be okay um right i just feel like yeah. you know right now we can actually have conversations and I could be in my home and then you guys can be wherever you are, are and then we could all talk at the same time to try to make ourselves feel a little bit better. Yeah. Cause like, you know, the reality is you're either going to think about this and you think like, Hey, we're going to get through this. We're going to keep pushing through or Hey, the world is going to end. I mean, and it's just how you want to think about it. But I feel like now outside of print, outside of uh, well, print, of course, but outside of radio and television back then, which was probably one of the more faster uh, media verticals. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just more connected. And you got, I mean, we all can just, you know, feel us all going through this yeah. through, at the same so, time. So one thing I did want to uh, jump on, um, I mean, you said it before we recorded, but um, I was just going to say that I felt like radio would, would was not as fast, but was still kind of relevant because um, I don't know if you, if you guys remember, but... Um, there was a blackout in New York, like I want to say 2003. Yeah, I remember that. that. And it was, I think it was like, uh, nah, it was 2000. I, I, only reason why I remember it was 2003 because it was 
the summer right before I was about to go to high school. Copy. Not copy. not to not to date myself, but like but yeah, it was the summer right before I was about to go to high school. Um and I think it was like two days, but like I the, the one thing I do remember is when we had the blackout, the only thing that people had was the radio and and what was going on in the news and stuff like that. So it was just a crazy time. But uh, it's funny you bring up digital because I, I was thinking, uh, even though it'd be stupid and wouldn't even work, but like, can you imagine make trying to make a meme in print? Yo, that'd take too long. Bro. Didn't even, yeah, it just, that had never got approved by a client. Uh, exactly. Right? <laughs> and, and it's yeah. kind of like, you know, memes are democratic, right? You can put a meme out from your phone and exactly. anybody can make them. Like, you, back then, you're not going to spend money to make some silly shit that you're gonna put out <laughs> exactly. for what, right? For the sake of putting out yeah. something, right? Like it just didn't happen. Exactly. And, and for anybody, for those listening, just um, uh, quickly uh, kind of describe what AD was talking about. Um, when it comes to print magazines or putting any type of print ad out, first you gotta, you know, high level steps wise, first you have to have the idea, then you have to get that approved. Then you have to do it, then you have to send it to the, um, to the production company who who will do a proof and will will pull back, make sure all the colors and all that stuff is right. Because if you make it digitally, sometimes the colors you have to switch um, uh, from RGB to whatever. TMYK. Yeah, TMYK. All right, there we go. Design on deck. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, it's just a long process. And then even once you print it, it could still look fucked up. It's just a long process and a lot of shit you gotta do just to get. Started. And don't forget too to make sure you got you also you gotta make sure like you're hitting off on your dates like it, it, it's it's crazy. Print was real, bro. Yeah, no, that shit was real. It took real. Paid a lot of people too. <laughs> it paid a lot of people, but it took a lot of like real talented people to pull it off. Like I remember Everest. a lot of the production designers, uh, even the guys we used to work with at our old agency. You know, uh, Howard was good, bro. He was. <laughs> he was no joke. But Yo, I Howard, my man, man Howard, salute. He was dope, man. Howard was the shit. Well, he talked a lot of shit, but he knew his shit. Came yeah, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, hell yeah. True Jamaican Dundada, man. True Jamaican Dundada. Oh, he's Jamaican? Oh, I thought he was Guyanese. I thought he was Guyanese. Jamaican, bro. Oh, okay. No, he's Jamaican, man. Uh, and even some of the agencies I used to work at prior to, you know, you dub, um, you know, they had whole print departments. That's all they did was just make sure things was ready to go to print. But again, bygone era, right? Like, you know, clients pay for that. Now, I mean, you know, you I can literally do what they call a mnemonic print ad or visual, literally from either my phone, my iPad, or my computer, right? I mean, I can choose how I want to create something, and I can deploy it with the same tool that I'm creating it with. So, yeah, the world, just it's just changed, man. And I just yeah. think now, going forward, we're definitely going through another paradigm shift. We're definitely going through... Um, you know, uh, just what's next? Yeah, I mean, man. it kind of makes sense, right? It's 2020. And exactly. yeah. Yo, new decade is crazy. New yeah. decade, bro. It's everything. Yo, is, it's like, like two episodes we were talking about right this now. too. Yeah. Two, like two, when we were talking about the 2020 recap, we was like, yo, looking forward to what's going to come. And then like, yeah. This just started I, off with a bang. Definitely. It did. It did. And we only two and a half months in. That's the funny That's thing. About yo, man, I, stay I low, keep firing. Did. Like what I said, like Biggie said during this time, stay low, keep firing. That's it. Absolutely. Hey, bro, I, I'm I'm prepared to design with artificial intelligence. That sounds crazy, right? Because a lot of my design friends think I'm nuts for saying that. 
But every last one of my design friends who never look at what's coming down the road and they never pivot, here's that word again, pivot, um, with what's going on at the time, they always get left behind. And I just think the way I've been able to survive as a creative, as a black man, is, you know, with black people, we just know how to pivot. We've always had to pivot and shit. So, you gotta have you the know, foresight. I'm only doing what my mom and dad has always had to do their entire life, right? And what their grandparents and their parents had to do, which is pivot when shit yeah. gets real. So, yeah, I just believe that going forward as a designer, I'm going to have to start using, like, artificial intelligence, AR and VR. Hey, I'm learning how to do VR right now on my iPad. I even put some stuff up on my Instagram page mm. just to play around with some shit, yo, right? Yo, if you got any links, send that, because I do want to do some more some digging into production from a vr ar oh for sure yeah i can see some youtube links man yeah yo so real quick um we only got because i set a timer this time we only got about like (laughs) 20 25 minutes left on this um but i think i think what we should do is let's jump in these two other topics and then ad i want to jump into a brand new meeting so we don't get cut off so we get if we get caught off we just start all over that's how we pivot bro all right, yo, black folks, you got to pivot, baby. Got to. All right, so, so real quick, I don't know if any of you guys noticed this from, from uh, talking about number three here on this list. Um, it happened in the Super Bowl. No one talked about it. Went totally under the radar. But Jake from State Farm is black now. The new Jake. If you want to call it that, sure. Um, but, like, um, Anybody who remembers the Jake from State Farm ads, uh, it was a, a, a white guy who was on the phone who was Jake from State Farm, obviously. State Farm took, literally took the same commercial, the front end, didn't change it, didn't update it, didn't recolor it, nothing. Took the same front part, put a new back part on the end with a black guy being Jake from State Farm. So I just wanted to ask you guys, kind of like, um, I mean, we all know from a budget standpoint, it was about money. But, like, how do you guys feel about um, this new State Farm character? And it's not even a new idea. It's literally the same idea. Um, a, new, a new kind of execution, I guess. Now he has a couple of different iterations of his commercials rolling out, I've been noticing. Um, but how do you feel? I guess the question is, how do you feel about companies taking an old idea um, and not even, like, making it? brand new it's like like for example i like how geico took their old ads and they made it something new like a part two to it but it feels like uh more like um uh and it evolved versus this one from state farm feels more like they just took the same shit and they just like take how you feel jose yeah um all right cool yeah um so the first thing i thought about as you're talking about this is like what's the agency you got to think about translations right you got to think about steve stout um maybe they kind of had some um influence on that um honestly i i, I to your point like i really you know we i think we talked about this before and just talking about like you know people uh, agencies and like lacking ideas you have to like pay for new ideas and things them repurposing thing that has actually worked in the past and then bringing it up to speed to like where we are now. Um, so like, is there something I'm surprised about? No, not really. Just understanding all the variables that uh, intertwine with, you know, State Farm, 
the agency that they work with and just like you know if you take a guy like steve stout and like how he's supposed to bring coolness to the knicks right and everything he's super 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 important to the hip-hop culture um right. the black culture so like am i surprised by it no i mean i think just repurposing new ideas i think it's you know, so it's a, I'm not gonna say it's a lack of effort, but it's like, and I don't wanna say it's cheap because it still costs a lot of money to produce those spots, but you don't really have to have like a true, like real creative session when kind of kind of coming up with some of these ideas. It's like, you know, it's just like bringing an old movie back. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's my take. That's true. Yeah, I think, um, I, I mean, it's funny because I've been noticing that a, a lot of agencies and media companies and tech firms, they guys, they've been using like data and analytics and and like all these different tools that you know measure campaigns. And a lot of the creative decisions are being made purely based off numbers, right? Mm. Um, so if you think about this whole uh, State Farm ad, I, I'm sure, Rose, you can probably speak to this better than any of us here, but just look at the numbers. If they're saying that, oh, this type of uh, messaging this type of creative is working, then, you know, they're probably going to use some type of design thinking method, which is just iterate what you already have, right? Because if you come up with something new, now you got to start new research, you got to start testing ads, got to focus groups, you got to start doing a bunch of things to launch a new idea. And it's kind of like, well, if I don't have a new product, why should I actually do new messaging against the same product? I can just continue that messaging I can iterate on it or I can expand it. And then if I come up with a new offering or product, then I come up with new messaging, right? I mean, look what Apple did with, um, you know, uh, with Buy a Mac, right? They ran that shit for like 10 years <laughs> and they iterated it uh, for like ever. And that was like, that was like the only thing they were selling at the time until they came out with the iPhone and the iPad. But yeah, the, the whole Buy a Mac campaign ran for a long time and it worked. Thank God the ads were kind of like cool. After a while, they got a little old, but right. it worked, you know. But I do think a lot of ads now are being iterated because, you know, uh, you know, it's not just no longer going off a feeling in terms of the creative. It's going off deep inside, which is funny because all of us, you know, on this on this um, call, you know, the three of us, we all come from agencies that basically do everything from the lane and lens of insight, right? Right. That's that's how we say the idea, right? So that always uh, tripped me up on the general market side. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I mean, just to close this topic, right? I, I do think general market agencies now are gonna have to become like razor soft focus, just like target market agencies. Yeah. You know. Now, yeah, my fault. I was just gonna say I always found that interesting that like um in my experience from the general market side, they I've almost like there'll be just random ideas and I'm like, well, how like learning from the target target marketing side it was just like oh like like you said everything always had you could always go back to strategy even if the client pushed back yo it goes back to strategy boom 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 but on the general market side it would just be ideas of like wait like how does this really like how does this relevant like how's this selling a product and it's just right now i want to say half-ass ideas it'd be great ideas but sometimes um i would say more so from the um junior and like less um not really the creative directors but like a lot of the young creatives it would just be ideas that were just cool and they just want to shoot it but anyway i digress um so this is important news i know we don't got um cold facts to go off about the nfl 
But I thought we should talk about this because it's important. So Tom Brady um, has decided to leave the New England Patriots. And I think it was just announced a day ago uh, that he's going to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So my question in terms about um, him is just like, uh, for any of you who want to jump on this topic, it's just like, what does this mean for his legacy? You know, like I look at Tom Brady as kind of like, I mean, I hate to say it, but he's like, in my time, he's kind of like the Michael Jordan of football, like with the championships and being one of the best quarterbacks out there. Um, maybe not the greatest of all time, but like, again, I'm talking about from my perspective and I'm not even a Tom Brady fan. Um, but what does this yeah. mean for New England I, I, Patriots? And like, what does this mean for like Tom Brady's legacy? I don't know, man. I, I'm still salty as a Falcons fan. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even bring a guy's name into my vocabulary, bro. It's just nah. The Falcons really fucked that up, honestly. Man, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. <laughs> you gotta bring it up. But I think at the end of the day, you can't take away from your legacy. The guy got six rings. You can't take that from. Him. I mean. Whatever he go, I guess he's gonna go to a new team now, right? I guess at this point, yeah, he's, he's on done Tampa all Bay. Can, yeah. Oh yeah, Tampa Bay, right? So he's done all he can do with the uh, Patriots. Like, yeah, I just think, bro, uh, he, he had a good run. Like, he went to what ten Super Bowls with those guys and won six. Yeah, man. Who does that? Like Joe Montana didn't even do that. He's my favorite quarterback ever. But I mean, he's done a lot in terms of like you know winning games, and he he won when he was supposed to win. So um. Gotcha. I guess now this is a great way to retire. You know, he's going to go to a state where I guess what your um, what your, your your income tax is not. They don't have an income tax. One of those I can't remember. But very true, very true. Yeah, I mean, why not go to a state where you know nobody not really checking for the Buccaneers, but he can be competitive. He keep more most of his money, and yeah, it's you know and, hot. And he is he cold. is Rep he is Republican. Uh, I, hey, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. That's what. They say. Um, Rose, you yeah. got any thoughts on that? No, absolutely. So, like, I heard you um, hint to Michael Jordan and like how he might have been the Michael Jordan in football of your era, and it's like, hey, you know what? Like, Jordan went to the Wizards as well. It didn't do anything to his legacy. Um, that's you know, I, I think we're just in a space. Like, I think it's cool because like we get to see him in a light and he's just doing something new. Um, he made sure to go secure that bag. I think what's most important is the fact that he secured that bag. And with the NFL, there's no – usually with the contracts, there are no true guarantees um, with the money. But he made sure to get that contract for $50 million over two years, guaranteed. Right. And then he has a $9 million incentive. Um, and then, you know, just his approach uh, and have the conversation, how he released it, I thought that, that was kind of different because, like, there was no real media uh, – um channel that was like really associated with him in that conversation he released it all through instagram so everyone is learning mm -hmm. about this at the same time versus like you hearing some uh e espn reporter right. or someone who gets like information like you know via twitter like it's no it was released by him he did it his way it's almost reminded me of like kind of how like kobe went out because kobe on the lakers he went out and made sure before he retired his last two seasons they weren't great but you know he made sure to secure that bag of that 50 million you guys remember too yeah. tom brady has taken a lot of pay cuts in his yeah. career to that make sure he yeah. balanced out the team um, true. another thing too i mean him and the Kraft family um, like he's really good with Robert Kraft, but I think the relationship with him and Bill Belichick, from what I understand, is 
Belichick treated him like, hey, he was just like another guy um, versus like, hey, mm. you have this Hall of Famer, first ballot, probably the greatest uh, quarterback of all time just by way of Super Bowl championships and like winning. And, yeah. you, and this guy like, yo, he's just, oh yeah, like he's just as, he's just as good as the kicker. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, that's not a conversation you want to have. So it's a, just a chance for him to do something new. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. So that, that brings me to, to the last two questions. What, I guess, comparing um, Bill Belichick to Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was able to win with the Lakers after he won with the Bulls. Um, what, like, I, what, how many more times? It was like, what? Uh, through, uh, I want to say he three, four? He repeated with the Lakers. He almost repeated again with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. So yeah, I think I want to say was it maybe five, maybe four more times with Kobe. Five more Kobe times after that. I don't yeah. know if he was. There. Was he there for the fifth one that Kobe won? Yeah, he was. He was Kobe's oh, coach for okay. all five rings. Okay, all, all right, bet. Nice for the fact. Thanks for the fact check. But I guess my question is if if Bill Belichick doesn't win with with your point, Rose, if Bill Belichick doesn't win with another quarterback, treating them like, hey, we just fill in this slot. What does that mean? I guess the question, just to make it simpler, if Bel- Belichick or Tom Brady can't win without the other, does that slight their, you know, their their uh, their um, stance in his in football history? Can you say well, Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches still? Because I know they was no, a documentary. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it does anything. I don't think it does anything. Like Belichick is, he operates off the system. So I think if you look at the San Francisco a 49ers, system of cheating, right? <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah nah true that um but like if you if you take um the quarterback from the 49ers that just went to the Super Bowl um like he was the quarterback on the Patriots when Brady was out so you know I mean I think I think Belichick has a specific system whether it be cheating or whatever the hell is going on over there, I think that both would be fine. Even if either one of them don't win a ring, um, like they've, they've stamped themselves in history. Like, yo, it, w- it was a great run. What's going to be funny now is to hear another Patriots fan complain maybe like 10 or 15 years ne- from now, the same way how Colfax complains about the Bulls <laughs> not having a good team. Oh, Colfax. The, the, sa- oh the same God. as people still talk about Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kofax on the IG uh, live now asking, are we talking about the Bulls? I'm like, we're not talking about the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, we, we compared some money to the Bulls, but, you know, that's another yeah. story. Uh, that's true, man. I mean, I feel like, you know, when you had a, when you had a great run um, and you start losing, catching L's, like, you're going to talk – you're going to talk about the, the past times. I mean, shit, I still talk about the Yankees from, like, from Derek Jeter days. So, shit, man, agencies had is. good runs, and it ran out, and then you yeah. sit around a whole a bunch of old motherfuckers who were talking about, hey, back how we used to, back in 1989, we used to sniff coke in an audio room. And, yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> like, allegedly. Allegedly. No, allegedly. I know. Allegedly. They were doing it. <laughs> I've uh, seen God, it, man, okay? I'm trying, I'm, all right, man. I, I was stories, trying to help bro. You. Um, that's for another pod, but yeah, I mean, I think agencies need to stop talking about the the history and talk about what they're doing now. You heard? I um, see motherfuckers bring big bag of drugs into the agency, present it in front of the creative manager. They laugh about it and they go on about it like nothing happened. Now, I'm sitting there like, wow, I could never do that shit. Nah, I'm good. 
Uh, I, I, you know, man, I'm going to write a book about this shit one day, Mac. That's crazy. I've That's seen crazy. some shit, bro, and it just blows my mind. Like, some shit that we could never pull that off. But that's all the part, though. I tell people all the time, man, Coke is a rich man's drug. I could never do that. I ain't got no brand. Um, all right, man. Yo, man, I think that was a good way to uh, uh, get into that topic. Yo, I'm going to send a new meeting because I don't okay. want to get cut off. But uh, uh, I'm going to send another meeting um, in like two minutes. So don't touch that dial, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. IG fans, right now we're taking a break because Zoom trying to shut us down because we don't have that enterprise.